What's up, disc golfers? Joe here with Joe's Disc Golf, or should I say, or Joe's Disc Golf, because I totally forgot my whole brand new intro. Oh man, got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. I had totally planned on getting this podcast out, recorded yesterday, the 30th, that would be a Thursday. I'm recording this starting at 8.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with full intentions of getting this podcast edited and uploaded and published before the new year. Because I want this to be the last. I want this to be the best podcast I have here in 2021. This is going to be the best one because this is the last one for 2021. Joe's Disc Golf podcast is not going anywhere and Joe's Disc Golf is not going anywhere. But before we go anywhere into our topics here, haha, see what I did there. We got to talk about our sponsor here. Yes, we have a sponsor. Log. What rolls downstairs? A loner in pairs rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack and it fits on your back? It's log, log, log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's Log from Blamo. Not a real sponsor. Also sponsored by Joe's Tree Repellent Spray. Apply a liberal coating of Joe's Tree Repellent Spray to any disc that you have and something will happen. Guaranteed something will happen. You can find Joe's Disc Tree Repellent Spray at all your major retailers. Hashtag not a real sponsor. Anywhich you. So I had full intentions of getting this out yesterday, getting it recorded yesterday, and I would have missed out on so many different fantastic things happening in the disc golf world. Had I recorded this when I had intended to, which would have been right after our club's annual bag tag challenge, which I got home around 3 p.m., I would have missed out on a whole bunch of big news. Had I recorded this, hmm, let's see, about an hour ago when I also had intended, I would have missed even more big news. Unfortunately, uh, fortunately, I don't know, we'll see how that goes. I uh, had some projects to get done around the house. Uh, Christmas presents galore needed assembly, including my daughter's new kitchen set that took me five freaking hours to build. It looks awesome. It was a pain in the butt. It was far worse than anything I've ever assembled. I've assembled plenty of Ikea furniture in my hardware, but their instructions were super clear. This kid's playset thing was not. None of the pictures were very detailed, which mattered as to what side went up, what side went to the left, what side went whichever way. And some of the stuff was obvious, you know, the fake um, uh, stove-looking thing obviously went up. The fake refrigerator obviously went up. And all that fun jazz right there. But that is not the only thing that has uh, stopped me. I've been remodeling my home theater system here. Since the pandemic has hit, I've spent a lot more time in front of the tube watching movies, playing video games, and watching TV shows. And I've always been a fan of that kind of stuff. Just doing that whole thing. I have even considered doing a spin-off YouTube channel where I talk all about that stuff. But I don't feel like I know enough about it. I don't feel like I'm entertaining enough about it. And good lord, there are so many other podcasts out there that do it far better than I could. That also have more time and are de dedicated to that, where I think I could do my best job doing disc golf right here. 
but I installed two in-ceiling speakers and two in-wall speakers. That was a lot of measuring, remeasuring, triple measuring, quadruple measuring, and finally getting it done. But that is what was going on there. On top of that, having to take care of my daughter because she did not want to rest all that much last night. She didn't sleep much. And my wife did a lot of that. And she let me go play disc golf. And I owed her so much for letting me go play disc golf. So I had to do that. But we have some fantastic news here. Maybe not fantastic. We'll see how this goes out. We've got Ricky Waisaki tweeting out about two hours ago from recording here. After much deliberation, I have ended my partnership with Innova Discs. Hashtag making history. Hunter Thomas from Foundation Nation, Foundation Disc Golf, Griplock Podcast. I listen to them. I think they're friggin' hilarious. And so it begins. Ricky and Katrina are now officially no longer with their sponsors. So, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting now. Um, Brody telling him that he should start a YouTube channel with his new sponsor. And I 100% if that is Dynamic Discs, that will happen. He will become far more active on social media, including YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. He already posts a decent amount of stuff, but everyone like that's one thing that I think Dynamic Discs does better than pretty much any other company. And I'm I'm trilogy. We'll say trilogy. Well, Latitude, um, Johannes, and um, shoot, I'm forgetting his name. Freaking hilarious out there uh, doing stuff in Sweden in with Latitude 64. Um, the guys over at Dynamic Discs doing a fantastic job there. I think they have some of the best media team for a disc company at this time. Fight me. Okay? Um, and I'm talking about the big manufacturers. The little ones, you know, that's, that's a whole different ballgame. That is a whole different ballgame there. But um, tweeting out about an hour after that, Hunter Thomas also informed the world that Valerie Mondawano and Mason Ford also announced that they are parting ways with Innova. Two valent-talented, two talking hard, two very talented young players are moving for 2022. Holy crap, everybody seems to be just leaving Innova. And there was a Reddit post that I saw that it was a friend's buddy's neighbor who went to high school with Ricky saw him playing uh, disc golf at a local course and he said that Ricky told this friend's buddy's girlfriend's cousin's uncle's nephew's dog walker and what does that make us? Absolutely nothing which is what you're about to become name the horribly misquoted movie there and if you didn't come up with the movie Spaceballs Pause this podcast right now and go watch the fantastic Mel Brooks movie, Spaceballs. Um, basically said that Ricky had some not-so-kind words for the uh, management of Innova, uh, saying that he hated the penny-pinching and hated throwing the pig. That is all hearsay. I don't believe it. If this actually happened, and if, say, one of my friends... <coughs> Excuse me. If one of my friends saw Ricky Wysocki out at a local disc golf club, you bet 
they'd be snapping a picture and go, oh my God, Ricky's throwing not Innova. I don't know. Dynamic, gateway, legacy, name something. I don't know. But you bet there'd be pictures. So I, I don't think that happened. Maybe he doesn't like Innova. He doesn't like the management, but that would be a terrible, terrible move to badmouth a company like that because you don't know who they're going to next. They're going to go, oh, hey, you know, Ricky, you're not, you know, you're not doing nice things here. You're not saying nice things about your former employer, which I'm not saying he has to go out and go, oh, my God, Innova is the greatest thing since sliced bread since the first guy manufactured a disc. But you don't go out and just badmouth people like I think that's good. That's a good life lesson for anybody. Just because you have left an employer doesn't mean you should go around bad-mouthing them or bad-mouthing former employees, anything like that. Um, so, yeah, interesting. What led a little bit of credence to that, but I still don't believe it, was a post in the Disc Golf Debate group by um, Aaron S. You can find this on Twitter. Uh, if you look for Hunter Thomas, at FDG underscore Hunter underscore T. Uh, I don't want to, you know, give out the guy's full name, but you can get all that information there. Innova has by far the largest distribution of any disc manufacturer. They outsell everyone, even post Macbeth. As opposed to post Malone. I'm not sure. They're in every major big box store and growing. They're obviously losing players left and right this offseason, and it's not like they don't have the money or resources to prevent that. Is it possible that they just feel the need to shell out? They don't feel the need to shell out the big money to players to help them sell disc since, since Macbeth didn't hurt them that much. And they feel they already, they're already established. Question. Thoughts. My thoughts on this one, and I'm going off the top of my head here. This is probably, this is going to be the greatest podcast I've ever done on December 31st, 2021. Uh, this is also going to be the least prepared podcast I've done on December 31st, 2021. Uh, off the top of my head, it does seem that way with the loss of Ricky, Valerie, and Mason. With those three leaving, those are three top name people. Ricky's still top of the game. Mason and Valerie very good disc golfers, definitely on their way up. They are people that I'm looking forward to in the coming future here in the next couple of years. Maybe this year is the year that they really kind of kick it off. Maybe it's next year, but their future is bright in disc golf. They have a lot of talent. Their ceiling is very high. I don't believe that either of them have reached that ceiling quite yet. So it seems like they feel like they can just rest on their laurels. They can sit back and just go, we're the best. We sell the most discs. We don't need people. We don't need players to go out and hawk our merch because, come on, who else are you going to buy? Discraft? Discmania? Dynamic discs? Mint discs? Legacy discs? Come on, we're Innova. We're Innova. We're the best. We know how to do this crap better than all of you. 
They kind of sound like that surly uncle at every holiday party that's like, yeah, I, I make millions. Oh, you peasants back there. Or Mr. Moneybags, you know, hey, <laughs> I've got all this money. Scrooge McDuck. Go ahead, just diving into you know, this giant money pile of Sexton Firebirds and uh, no-name destroyers. Probably Calvin. I don't know. We'll see. He, it seems like Calvin's like the last big name that's still there. I know there's more people there. I'm just. It, it is what it is. It's it's kind of crazy what's going on there. Um, I want to know where all three of these people are going. On top of that, on top of that, we also had Katrina Allen leaving her um, leaving her sponsorship as well with Prodigy after nine, nine years, nine years. That's crazy. With the renewal of Kevin Jones for another four years, he had a great few years, uh, three years with Prodigy, and then just kind of kept on going. Uh, just I, it's crazy here. I did put up an article for some reason. It's coming up a little funky on joesdiscgolf.com. It is Dynamic Discs FPO contract speculation. I went through four of the top people that I thought could possibly, maybe, who knows, go through and potentially be the people for Dynamic Discs. I put out four names and I rated them on a scale of one to ten, where one is not a zero percent chance, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't bet on it. And ten is basically they've put pen to paper contract is signed, everything's going on. I will go in the order that I put them in, which is the um, alphabetical order of last name. First off, we have Katrina Allen. Now, I want to make clear that the post that, um, or the news article that this is based off was from the uh, Emporia Gazette, and Dynamic Discs is quoted in saying that this is the biggest contract in disc some of the biggest contracts in disc golf history. Uh, the FPO contract will be announced January 3rd at 10 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern. And at the same times on January 4th, that Tuesday, the men's contract, the MPO player, will be announced and they will have a joint press conference after the MPO one. I have four people that I have thought would be potentially up there yet. So. I want to emphasize that this article was written and published six hours before our number two choice of FPO people was put up there and uh, announced. So I have Katrina Allen and I have rated her as a number nine. One of the interesting uh, little side notes here that needed to needs to be said is that Dynamic Disc said that they these two people have multiple Elite Series wins. So that eliminated quite a bit of the FPO field and a substantial amount of the MPO field. However, I did not get a chance to write the MPO article before any of this happened. Again, go check it out at joesdiscgolf.com. It should be one of the first articles up there, depending on when you're listening to this and when you're going to the website. Also, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at joesdiscgolf and Facebook dot com slash joe's disc golf so you can find out all of my immediate thoughts there reacting to a whole bunch of stuff up there tweet me 
whatever. Ask me questions on Twitter. I have no problems answering questions and, you know, getting, giving you guys a straight answer and not BSing anything because it's my opinion and whoop-de-doo. First of all, we have Katrina Allen. Rated her, as I've mentioned, as a number nine. So I'm pretty confident that she's going to dynamic discs. And I have zero inside information. Her 2021 Elite Series wins, and I'm only going off of the 2021. They could have referenced more than just that one year. I don't know. I'm not in Jeremy Rusko's head, so who knows? Uh, she won the MVP Open, Delaware Disc Golf Challenge, Worlds, and Jer Jonesboro. Her contract is also up this year. However, this year, as we've learned, as I've talked about, contracts being up mean Jack Diddley squat in the grand scheme of things. On her Instagram, she posted a picture. This is kind of my justification as why she's a nine and not a 10 in terms of leaving. On her Instagram, she posted a picture of a new run of two-time world hummingbird stamped X3s, M4s, and H3 V2s but those were all sold through blankdiscs.com. So yes, they were the Prodigy molds, but no, they weren't from Prodigy. Overall, I just rated her as a nine. Uh, we haven't heard a peep out of Prodigy. With those wins, especially with Worlds under her belt this year, you'd think that if, they, if Prodigy had re-signed her, they would have made a pretty big fanfare about it. One thing we do know is she is not going to Westside because... Prodigy did not say good luck at Westside as they did with Maddie O. Uh, when looking at the Team Prodigy page at the time of writing, uh, she the page the team page is under construction, so there's no there's no one on there at all. It's down for maintenance, and that kind of leads me to believe that they were trying to hide the fact that she was leaving before they accidentally did a Maddie O. Who knows? Could be a coincidence. Could be an indicator that she was leaving. A couple hours later, she posted, hey, guess what? She's leaving. So, boom, nailed it. And you can check the timestamps of when things were published here for that full, for whatever reason, it, it keeps saying that it was posted 35 minutes ago. It was not posted 35 minutes ago. I think that's, that's part of a back-end issue with the content delivery network, which those are fun things that if you don't run a website, you have no idea what I'm talking about but it makes the internet run faster by leaving copies all over different areas. And yeah, Missy Gannon, uh, she already announced after uh, I wrote this article a couple hours after um, that she would be re-upping with Discraft, but I rated her as a four. Her Elite Series wins for this year include the DGPT uh, Championship and the Des Moines Challenge. She did win throw pink. However, that was not an elite series. That was an XA. So they specifically said elite series wins. And while throw pink felt like a major, it felt like an elite series event. It felt like it was something magical and awesome. And it was run so well, so fantastic, so much fun to watch. Officially, it was an XA. So sorry about that. Oh, I noticed a typo. Yikes. Um, Yay, live, live, yeah, oopsies. Um, but that's, you know, uh, so she had two wins. That counts as their multiple. Um, she, 
who knows at this point uh, is what I wrote, but she uh, definitely was going to, it has definitely decided to stay there. Uh, moving on to my next one, we have uh, Haley King. I rated her as a seven because at the time we had not heard anything. Her elite series wins include uh, the Music City Open, the Green Mountain Championship, Dynamic Discs Open, Texas State Disc Golf Championship. And so she had some great wins. Uh, she also had a great, uh, she had that great 2021 that really started in 2020 with her um, DGPT Tour Championship win over Paige Pierce. Um, this was an eight here and not officially a uh, something that we could include in that. However, you know, it was, it, it's something that, you know, you're coming off that high going into the next season. And yeah, you're going to be riding that wave. Um, she has been. Um, uh, she did say uh, recent within 15 hours of writing the article that she was she's been with Discraft for five years. And that kind of dropped my rating down to a seven just because, you know, she's. She's probably not leaving, but there is a chance that she could. And last but not least, because contracts mean nothing, Paige Pierce proved this a couple years ago. I rated her as a one. I don't think she will return to dynamic discs with the way things ended there. But technically, she has she fits the bill. Uh, her wins include Idlewild, Ledgestone, Portland Open, Santa Cruz, Masters Cup, US WDGC, OTB Open, and the Las Vegas Challenge. She's the top dog at Discraft in the FPO. Um, so yeah, I don't think she would move. That's another reason why I thought Haley King could move is because she is playing second fiddle to um, Paige Pierce. And so, or not, sorry, wrong. Whoa, way off. My bad. I am editing my little paragraph on uh, Missy Gannon looking at the Discraft logo, talking about Haley King. Uh, but again, you know, she would be by far, oh no, she has been with Discraft. Uh, man, drugs, don't do them. Don't even, not even once. I, don't, I haven't even done them. I just, you know, lose my train of thought here, trying to get through too much information. Um, but yeah, she would uh, definitely be the top dog there. Um, Macy Valadez, formerly Macy Walker, would be... Um, the next highest, I believe, uh, if I'm remembering off the top of my head, she's going to be a force to reckon with when it comes up here in the next few years with her touring now full time and not planning a wedding and honeymoon and all that stuff. I think she's going to be able to focus more on that. So overall, Joe's disc golf speculation. Katrina Allen will be headed to Dynamic Discs and we will find out Monday if I'm right or if I will be eating crow. And Mr. Richard Wysocki will be headed there as well. Again, total speculation, no inside information. I wish I knew more, but I don't. So that is just kind of my educated guess there. Um, I've explained a few of that in my tweets. I think I did a decent enough job here saying, justifying why I think the people, those people are going. Obviously, Ricky is going somewhere. Who knows? Could be DD, could be another trilogy brand. Could be something else. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll find out. 
Let's see. All right. Full beans, people. Hopefully, we'll find out soon. Hopefully, it'll be exciting here. Reflecting on 2021 has been something I've been doing here recently with the obviously end of the year coming up, approaching real fast, literally three hours away from now. Joe's disc golf has grown so much in this year. Um, I started out our one year anniversary. We were established in 2020. Like the last two weeks, I'd have to look back to see when my first YouTube video came out, but it was like the last two weeks of December where I got that in there and I managed to get that going and I, you know, building a slow following, slow and steady wins the race, managed to in July uh, talk about a few topics that not many people had heard of that really garnered a lot of interest. One was the... Um, PDGA president, former president, uh, Justin Minichelli, I think I'm saying his name right. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, former PDGA president uh, calling, uh, 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 calling Brody a jerk or a jerk move for trying to make worlds better because the PDGA half-assed it. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Uh, I think it was a good move that the PDGA has basically ceded all control of everything except a handful of majors to the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the events are going to be run this year, with the majors still being run by PDGA. Maybe with less stuff on their plates, it'll go better. They hired, they're hiring a slew of people, including like operations directors, basically people you would assume that would be in charge of and know how to run events like this and all the logistics and all that stuff. But that's a whole separate video. You can find that on my YouTube page. It's probably one of the top ones still on my page. Um, and speaking of page, I also covered a little bit of what was going on with how the PDGA kind of screwed up USWDGC, how they kind of screwed the women figuratively, metaphorically in this um, season, this last, mostly 2021. 2020, everybody kind of got screwed, so I kind of give them a pass on that one for better or worse. Um, and just going into um, in the last couple years, uh, talked about some of that stuff. Those two videos exploded, got over 15,000 views each. Um, just insane. Uh, apparently, my coverage of the topic and my take on it was very popular. Uh, and as things like that come up, I will still continue to cover that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to chase trends in disc golf. Uh, I don't know if that's even a thing yet. I don't know if disc golf media is big enough to have major trends like that. But um, it's something I want to talk about more. Continue blowing the whistle on that. Um, I know some of the other podcasts out there focus more on beginner disc golf. People focus on really focus on the pro side of it. I try to cover the news side of it, which happens to be more so the pro side of it. And if big things are happening on the amateur side, I'm going to cover that. I cover the rules changes, which affects everybody. Um, there's a lot going on, a lot of changes going into effect. Everybody needs to brush up on the rules, uh, especially the 30 second rule that is changing big time this year. 
And a quick little brief explainer about that. The uh, 30 second rule was originally written that if there was a distraction, you your time started over and anything could be a distraction. You know, you somebody walks across the green as you're trying to putt distraction. Time starts over justified, in my opinion. Um, a tree falls in the forest, eh, probably justified, depending on where that tree is. A spider farted 10 feet away from you. Eh, not. Not justified there, but that's kind of how that goes. Um, we'll see. I'll be curious to see how these rules go into effect. A lot of people were joking that that is the Nico rule. Uh, I believe it was it's Gannon Burr, who's also notoriously slow all over. Nico is only slow on the green, which, you know. It is what it is. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I'll be I'll be curious to see how that's all. Um, how that's all going to shake out. Um, there are some other rules, clarifications, and we'll kind of go from there. Uh, again, any questions, comments, concerns, screams of pain, go ahead and shoot them over to me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Joe's Disc Golf. Uh, you could also go to joesdiscgolf.com and check things out there. You can also uh, just go ahead and just check out all that fun stuff. And um, articles going up a couple times a week. Depends on what the news is of the day. Plan to get more summaries done. Kind of moving into my goals for Joe's Disc Golf when it comes to 2022. I'm looking into trying to do media coverage. Um, round recaps, essentially. Uh, probably on the FPO side at DGLOW. That is relatively close to where I live. So I'm hoping to get up there. We'll see. Um, working on uh, watching more of the live disc golf so I can get you guys round recaps. Jomez does a great job of the lead card, trying to get more than just the lead card in. Talk about MPO, talk about FPO, uh, talk about what happened there. On top of that, um, try to get that out the same day, maybe next day. Depends on how fast it goes. You know, I, I'm going to do my best here. Uh, try to write up some articles if I can. Who knows? I still have a full-time job. Disc golf is not my full-time job yet. That is, that is the goal. I, I love disc golf, and I love doing this media stuff for disc golf, and I love doing this stuff, and hopefully we're getting to the point where Joe's disc golf can become something like that, and I can devote more time to it. But as it stands right now, um, if you notice ads on the Joe's Disc Golf website, that is all to help support the costs of the website. Believe it or not, Websites cost money. Hosting costs money. So I'm not asking for you to donate money. I'm not asking for anything like that. But if you're wondering why there are ads on there, that's why. A lot of the links to discs are linked. Um, say I have a Mantis because it's just over my shoulder here on the right hand side. And that's the first disc I saw. Say I talk about a Mantis. I'm going to have a link in there probably just about every time I talk about the Mantis. And it's going to link to Infinite Discs. That link is an affiliate link. I want to make a full disclosure here. That is an affiliate link. And I do get a portion. If you buy that disc from that link, I do get a portion of those proceeds. Um, I can't talk about how much. That's not appropriate right now. Um, also, I think that would totally violate. And actually, I don't think I know that would violate the agreement with Infinite Discs. 
So if you go ahead and follow one of those links from there, there's a banner ad right at the top of Joe's Disc Golf, two infinite discs that will also get me credit if you buy something. So if you're thinking about going to infinite discs, swing by my page and go ahead and buy, click that link and go from there. I get credit that all helps get money to Joe's Disc Golf, which goes right back into this to help upgrade equipment, to help, you know, do things like go to D-Glow, to help, you know, get, keep the website up and running, keep the lights on, so to speak. Uh, I do have a disclosure on a disclosure page on joesdiscgolf.com, which I will keep updated anytime anything like that happens. If there happens to be a sponsor, if uh, Disc Dot decides to sponsor an episode here, I'm going to put that up on the website there and say, hey, by the way, you know, Disc Dot, if you use my referral link, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't have anything. Disc Dot is the first thing that came to me. Uh, there's uh, manufacturers don't sponsor podcasts like this. Manufacturers might have their own podcast. I'm thinking of like Disc Golf Answer Man or no, they changed the name of that. It is Unstable Minds now. Understable Minds. Understable Minds. So things like that. Um, just kind of talking here about the nuts and bolts of Joe's Disc Golf. That's kind of what I'm doing here. Um, just kind of giving you guys an update here, trying to keep you updated of what's going on with Joe's Disc Golf, what's going on behind the scenes, trying to get more YouTube content out other than just talking about this, trying to do maybe short form news updates, videos that are five, 10 minutes long or however long one topic takes to cover. Still doing the podcast, the weekly podcast, but going in on that kind of stuff, you know, that, that could be kind of fun. Uh, that'd be a great way to do it. I am looking to do, because my background is sports medicine, uh, there are a lot of things I've seen injury-wise, trends injury-wise, that I want to help uh, give you guys tips and tricks on how to avoid, basically, shoulder workouts, very simple shoulder workouts. Um, I do have Amazon affiliate links. Uh, I don't have any up there yet, but that's another one that I'm working on, uh, disclosures and all that stuff where I would say do a resistance band exercise for your shoulder. Uh, I'd link to a brand that I use every day at work. It's a brand I trust. It is not. There are cheaper brands out there, but the, the bands are going to break way faster. Trust me, when you buy rolls of 50 yards at a time, you, you tend to learn which are the best brands and you generally have to spend a little more for the nicer stuff but know that the band i would recommend is what i give to my patients so it's not it's not something i'm just like oh hey here's the most expensive one i'll get the best cut of that no that's not how i roll i want to give you guys the best equipment so that you only have to buy it one time and then it lasts you for months and months and months the band will eventually break they do break they're latex or non-latex bands they break eventually. It happens. But certain brands last a couple weeks for me. For you, it would probably last a lot longer. And other brands last for me a couple months or a year, full school year from where I work, which is pretty impressive because I use those bands basically every day for multiple athletes. Um, so I'm working on uh, trying to get some of that content up and going. Uh, trying to get some disc golf exercises out there. Not so much disc golf strong. Disc golf strong is more the personal trainer route where you are 
already a fit individual looking to get stronger, to throw farther, to just get in better shape, be more flexible. This might have a little bit of crossover because flexibility does, generally speaking, reduce injuries and working on some of these exercises that's going to happen. There might be a little bit of crossover, but my reason for doing it is probably going to be, excuse me, probably going to be different than what um, Disc Golf Strong is doing. Um, and the weights are definitely going to be different because I will be targeting different muscles, essentially. So look forward to that content coming out. I want to keep you guys out on the course as long as possible, as safe as possible. Keep those shoulders and everything as strong as possible. But I think that's about it. Oh, uh, resolutions. Why not make some resolutions for all the strangers out there that, um, that listen to this podcast? Watch me on YouTube or anything like that. So we will. First thing I want to do is uh, lose weight. Um, I've got probably 30 pounds, 40 pounds to lose. But my goal for the year will be 20. I think it's a pretty reasonable goal. And that's about it. I also uh, will be giving up alcohol for the year as I take a sip. Sue me. It's my last little bit. It is Law's Whiskey House or Grain Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I've got uh, two hours and 45 minutes before I can't drink it anymore. Uh, so those are two things. I want to lose weight. So that means uh, working out, eating right, stretching, all that fun stuff, running. Uh, disc golf wise, uh, my goal for last year was to play a hundred U disc rounds. I got into the eighties. Uh, turns out having a kid and the preparations for having a kid really limits how much you can get out in disc golf. My goal for this year, it will be 50 U disc rounds. Um, we'll see if I can get that. That's, um, almost once a week, just a little bit under there, 52 weeks in a year. And I'm counting on sometimes I can play two rounds in a week maybe not who knows we'll see but that's what i'm going to um that's what i'm going to uh, try to strive for um so there's that uh work on just getting content up kind of going off of what the goals are for joe's disc golf is to keep doing that so i really appreciate all of you guys and gals watching this if you know anyone who's interested in disc golf, wants to keep up on their disc golf news, go ahead and send them over to Joe's Disc Golf Podcast. Uh, comes out once a week. Shooting for Fridays now. Um, used to be Tuesdays. Tried to move it to Wednesdays. Fridays seem to be the best day for me to get this out by, with it being a little weird right now just because of New Year's and all that stuff. So thank you all for watching. I really appreciate all of you. I've been Joe. You've been awesome. Don't forget to follow me on all the social medias. Joe'sDiscGolf.com. Joe's Disc Golf on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find me on YouTube, Joe's YouTube.com slash Joe's Disc Golf. You can catch this podcast wherever you get your podcasts for free. That is everything that we've got going on there. So you guys have a great, great new year. Uh, probably talk to you all in a week from now. It'll be 2022, and I will be getting the dates wrong on everything I write for at least a couple weeks. So, everybody have a great new year. Have a great weekend. Have a great time. And I will talk to you all later. <laughs>